Yeah. We'll see what happens. But it's just the start. Who knows yep. where it'll go, you know? The start of something new. You know that song? No, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's from high school musical. The first oh, nice. one. Welcome to Zachary and Adam's podcast. We hope you enjoy and are edified by our conversation about this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. But yeah, I guess I just wanted to like, I always have like, like, what are the dreams, you know, for, <laughs> for like yeah. what this podcast is or what it, what it could be, you know, what we want it to be. Um, yeah, let's let's start it and then see what <laughs> see what like what God wants to do with it and yeah, let's do it. How, how how he's gonna yeah how he's gonna use it. So, but I guess we can just sort of like talk too. And then how's uh are are you finished with uh with what do you call it finals school finals yeah <laughs> uh kind of I have one last project that I'll probably finish today, but I mean we're pretty pretty much done i took all my actual finals so yeah nice that's good what's your final project i mean uh, like what, what yeah for what class yeah it's my senior honors project so i oh. basically have to write a rough draft of my final paper um and make like an outline in order to get the grade if you know what i mean yeah yeah so i it'll see be all right yeah yeah, that's good. Yeah, so, so you move past the data collection. Yeah. Or, or or are you still collecting it's data? In the midst of collecting data, but I'm just going to kind of do what I can with what I have right now. And, like, sections of the results won't be finished, obviously. Um, yeah. But, like, methods and abstract will be finished up. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing a literature review? Uh, I pretty much did that over the summer. So oh, sweet. So, I, it's like copy-paste. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. How's that's cool. It, has everything been going at uh, at St. Brennan's? Or St. Edward's. St. Yeah. Edward's, my bad. <laughs> You're good. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty normal stuff, at least for COVID times. Um, yeah. I don't think I – did I tell you about this – kind of program i'm doing for like families and like parishioners yeah it's called the catholic moment campaign i didn't know it had a name uh, but you were telling me about it yeah yeah so i started like threw it in the bulletin kind of like our weekly email um and then i made another email to youth group parents so uh basically the idea is that for a lot of families like like they're not like able to come to mass, you know, right now because of like the safety and stuff like that yeah. with COVIDs. Um, and so, but the, like, we still need to actually like be living our faith, right. We still need to be engaging. Um, yeah. Like the mysteries of our faith, even when we're, you know, while this, while the obligation is lifted. So I, I want a way to encourage people. Yeah. To encourage people to do that, to either, give them ideas or just like help them stay connected to people in the parish, you know? So it's sort of like every week um, I have like a list of kind of like some suggested Catholic moments kind of thing. So stuff like um, either it's like kind of crafts or certain prayers or 
I want to make like a weekly like video lesson and or and and a service project. So, nice. so it's like write some and all this stuff it can be done like at home and like without like having to like expose yourself to the outside yeah. world, you know. So so that way it like it fits everyone's needs. Uh, wait, did you say crafts? What were you talking about yeah. crafts? Like what kind of crafts? Uh, <laughs> I mean, some things are like uh I think I really only have like one idea for that so far. So okay. I haven't like fleshed it all out. But the one I had is like a, it's so funny. The PSR director here, she loves uh, like paper chains, but like you write intentions on them. Okay, and then you like cool. make a chain of prayer intentions. So stuff got something like that. That'd be sweet. Yeah. What were you thinking? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just like, oh, okay. Because all the, it was just, I've never heard of anything like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what else it would be. Maybe some sort of decoration, you know. Yeah. You could have it at home, something like that. So that's the only thing. I think I only have like three weeks. So we start the 20th, December 20th, and then go to, because that's when like Christmas break starts for students. Yeah. Um, for high school students. And then we go till January 6th, which is like the end of the actual Christmas season, like the, right the liturgical season, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's a cool idea, you know, because I'm like, oh, it's hitting all these goals that I have, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's also like, I don't know if that's what people really want, you know? And I think some people do because I've had like a few people sign up already, but it's really only like three families, you know, so far. Yeah. We still got a whole nother week, you know, so I'll, I'd like to like maybe make some more individual kind of messages to people. I don't know. I, I guess I was I was definitely hoping for more participation, <laughs> but it's okay. There's still lots of time. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But it's just the start. Who knows yep. where it'll go? You know, the start of something new. You know that song? No, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's from High School Musical. The first oh, nice. One. Oh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, I, I really. That's the only one I've seen. Oh. Yeah, which Maya was surprised that I had not seen any other ones. <laughs> how many? How many are there? I, I think there's four for all years, four. all four years of high school. That's fitting, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe there's only three. I'm gonna search right now. Yeah, check it out. Um, can you hear me typing? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Just a pitter well, patter. Here's the thing. Um, whoa, has the Spanish ones? I only see three here. Unless you count High School Musical China, <laughs> which is a thing. <laughs> wow. Maybe it was like a year abroad. <laughs> no, no, no. These are different actors and actresses. Oh. So <laughs> wild. Yeah. Maybe, so maybe they skipped a year. Maybe, but because the thing is, High School Musical three. Oh, you know what? High School Musical three is senior year. That's what. That's like the subtitle. Yeah. Because I think what happens is at the beginning of the first one. He, they're all coming back from the summer and they're all like they're all like yeah let's like start like our next our next year of high school so i think you start sophomore year got it so they skipped over the, the awkward freshman year yeah i think so but yeah i i only saw the first one but i've also seen the uh, bad lip reading oh wait, that's funny i i've yeah, seen, I've seen some of those. hilarious yeah. oh my gosh because <laughs> she's like a robot or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is wild enough banter though enough banter um, yeah <laughs> strictly um, business 
yeah strictly business <laughs> um but yeah i don't know if you've thought any more adam about what we sort of want um yeah of what this yeah of what we want to do with like with this podcast or so like that i think we had talked about a couple ideas um, yeah i i was thinking about you were kind of um talking about like a time of sharing like testimonies of like what we're doing uh, outreach wise in our lives which i yeah. think that'd be really cool because it holds us accountable um to continually being on mission and living the lives of mission we've committed ourselves to um but also testimony has the spirit of prophecy so it's actually mm. like sharing the truth of god when we're sharing the truth of god in our lives with others to encourage people or, or we can share our failures too um just as a way to kind of show, I guess, what God's been doing in our lives and what he can do in power. Um, yeah. Or the failures that we have and people can learn from that, learn from others' mistakes. So I think that was a cool, that would be a cool thing to do. What have you been thinking about? Yeah. I like, I mean, that's, I think that's good. Yeah. I, I think some of the reasons why we wanted that was like, one was definitely just because like, I'm, I mean, I just saw a hole, you know, in sort of, the Catholic content world yeah. you know, where like there's a lot of podcasts, Catholic podcasts out there um, <clears throat> where it's just people sharing their reflections on stuff. And that's awesome. Like I love listening to those and um, yeah, just being more informed and you know, having, seeing how other people or listening to how other people are seeing these, like the things that are happening and sort of like how they're responding with the, in, in their, you know, w- with their faith, you know, or kind of seeing those things w- through like our Catholic faith, which is really, I, I think it just helped me a lot in like processing and thinking about the different things too. So, um, and then also like there's other podcasts about um, that are just very like community oriented, you know, it's like, oh, this is, you know, uh, like abiding together. I don't know if you listen to them at all, but they're just like these three women, um, and they're just like, especially just like sharing life, you know, and talking about different things. And they 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 have topics, but I I think their their biggest thing is that they want to invite people into their life, um, which is great, you know. And yeah, but and then then there's like, you know, and there's even like podcasts on evangelization, you know, already. Um, like I'm thinking about um, every knee shall bow, which is yeah. the thing is, yeah, which is great. And I love it. Um, cause just, they share a lot of like principles and strategies and like a lot of really good practical stuff too about evangelization. Um, but yeah, but like, they're not really talking about stories that much. And part of it, I think is like, there's kind of a danger in it, you know, where, <laughs> where it's just like, you're doing all this stuff only because yeah, like, I so you can go and, uh, just for the story. Yeah. Story. yeah. Yeah. Almost like for your own ego or exactly. something. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And so it's kind of dangerous. Um, like just because someone could do it for the wrong motives doesn't mean like we need to avoid it like altogether. Right. Yeah. Seems, I'd agree with that. That seems a little silly. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's something good, you know, like, like what you're saying, like testimony is the spirit of prophecy. Um, it's a book of revelation, but then also, yeah. And I, I think also like, um, I, I think like the stories could launch us into sort of like other, like kind of like, not like full write out topics, but just like reflections on those. You know? Yeah. But um, part of me sort of like, I don't know. 
how often I have evangelistic encounters with mm-hmm. people. Um, that, yeah, like that, that accountability that's, that's use that helps us like to do them. Um, but I think also in some ways I was also really challenged to like view the things that I do differently, you know? Okay. Um, like, like I wouldn't call, like there are some moments in my day that I wouldn't really necessarily attribute evangelization to them, you know, but actually like they are like, like sometimes it's like missed opportunities. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think there's a moment and you could like strike up a conversation with this like person, but you don't. And that's like true. But there are other things I think that like, we do or we are doing that, but that like, I don't recognize how they actually are. So even just things like that are just like purely relational, you know, just like sending a text or calling someone on like the phone. That's actually, yeah. helps them experience Christ in like that way in it or in that moment. So I think that's also something that I want to do more is like ask the Lord to like open my eyes to help me see that the ways he is working in my life, you know, instead of just all the ways that he's not. Yeah. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. um, the other thing too is like, I I was thinking about this, I think it was just yesterday. My, uh, you know, my wife and I, we are, so we're reading this kind of Advent. uh, What do you call those things? It's got like a little reflection for every day. Yeah. Daily reflection. Basically, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a word but I can't remember. I right. think so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been reading that, and so it's by Ascension Press. Uh, it's called Rejoice. So, um, just and some of them have been good. Some of them are kind of like uh, I don't know. I've heard this kind of reflection so many times, you know. <laughs> yeah. So reading it, and it was about Saint Joseph, which is cool. Um, kind of the whole thing is about Saint Joseph and Mary, and kind of looking at their hearts and the way that they love each other, which is really cool. That's awesome. So we read at dinner and then we kind of talk about it a little bit over dinner. So it's kind of cool. So it's talking about how St. Joseph talking about like his masculinity and particularly the way that he's like a protector. Yes. But also like he makes a safe space for Mary. The author father Mark goes into like true masculinity, you know, and it's like masculinity is like, you know, being a man, you know, it's like strength, but it's not strength necessarily in like the way that uh, that's like a physical strength or like, a, you know, even like financial stability or like all these other kind of things that maybe we would or kind of how capable you are in the world, you know, but it's actually he says it's some spiritual maturity, you know, and that and that's what Joseph had. And that's what you need to be able to make this like safe space, you know, for another. Yeah. And he he says one thing, and this is my point. I finally get into it. Um, <laughs> he's saying he talks about like to be a man. It's actually like to conquer yourself before trying to go out and like conquer the world, you know. And I think in that moment, I don't know. I just kind of had a crappy day, <laughs> and I was kind of like, man, like I really didn't make it like any time to like sit and pray today. I just wasn't super productive like during my time at like the office. And then, like, when I finally, and then when I came home, I was just kind of, like, messing around on, like, either my phone or, like, just playing video games. And it's, like, ah, going, it's, like, going through life so passively, you know? Yeah. It's, like, and it just was kind of a wake-up call where I was, like, ah, like, I am not as good as I think I am. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And, man, I really want to be more. Like, hopefully, like, this podcast can be something that, like, helps us plan our life you know but like plan in a way that's that is reliant on like the holy spirit you know like we've committed ourselves to a life of mission and evangelization in the church yeah 
but like living that out is like so difficult sometimes it you is know? i hope that like this podcast can be kind of almost like a way to document our journey the grind so to speak yeah you know, of of growing i i think we'll have stories um of successes and failures and like and in terms of like looking at fruit um but also i was just reminded recently of how important this book is i don't know if you've read it at all it's called the soul of the apostolate no i have not okay i've barely read it i'm only into page 34 okay um and i like got it for christmas last year so it's almost been a whole year you know and um i really just haven't read that much of it but i just remember it just rocked my world when i like first picked it up so yeah so the soul of the apostolate is so he's saying like the soul is like the thing that gives life right like to like the human body right and so what gives life to the to the apostolate the layperson's mission is the interior life so he says the very foundation of all apostolic work must be the interior life the apostle of christ will grow to become an instrument and true channel of god's graces to the world only through prayer meditation and the cultivation of the interior life when one is involved in works of spiritual or corporal charity his work can only be truly efficacious when he anchors his interior life in Christ. Without Christ, we can do nothing. Wow. Yeah, because I, I remember when I when I got it, I, I just started working as like a youth minister, and I think I'd started to buy into this this lie and kind of worldview that like maybe God calls all of us to a relationship with Him, but like that looks different for everyone, and everyone has a like kind of a different state of life and setting aside time for like personal prayer and meditation on like scripture. Maybe that's like not actually for everyone. And in here, he's just so blunt. You need you know, it. Everyone yeah. needs to. Like we cannot be who we want to be, right? We cannot be um, full disciples, full missionary disciples, unless we are sitting at the feet of the master every day, you know? And yeah. so it really just kicked me in the butt, yeah. um, which was which was important, which is really good. So I, I'm, I, I picked it up again and I'm starting to go through it again, which has been really good. I'm also sort of like, I, I, I think that we'll have like stories about, you know, success and failures, but I also think we're going to have stories about like, how are we preparing our interior? How are we cultivating the interior life Yeah. so that we can actually be effective when we are, when we are sort of, when we're trying to bear fruit and whether it's just like, I had this reflection while doing this, like that could be a great story, you know? Yeah. Um, I love that. So that's got me. That's that's firing me up. Feeling fired up. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. So, so that could be cool. This podcast will be like a audio book of a prayer journal in a way. Ah, yeah. You know? I like that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's. Yeah, I think that could be really good. Uh, yeah, I like what you were saying of about it. Yeah, you, like this is a documentation, like of our journey. And it's cool that we'd be sharing it with others because like reading like allows us to enter into the mind of another person. And like, that's such a powerful thing. It builds empathy in our hearts and some theory, theory of mind, you know, like putting on the mindset of another person, just, yeah, it, it grows us as people, makes us better. So I think that's sweet. Cause, yeah. Cause I, I think one of the biggest things that why I'm not like, like the person that I want to be yet is just because I lack the motivation, you know, the interior motivation um, to be that person. Yeah. Um, at least like 
at, at certain times, right? Yeah. Obviously, you get fired up, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> we're like, oh man, I really need to be doing this. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I was reflecting, huh? Like, like what have been the times where I felt like I've grown the most? And I think a lot of times it's where I've, I've had like accountability and structure. Living in household, uh, in college. We'd at least go to morning prayer, right? Yeah. But then there was sort of this expectation that like, okay, let's all take some time for personal prayer, either now or like later in the day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or it, well, being in high school, like we had a lot of structure too. And so we didn't make our own schedule or we didn't really go anywhere. We had our schedule made for us. Um, and so like we'd have half an hour of personal meditation and or at like Damascus going, being at Catholic Youth Summer Camp, there is an expectation and... It, not only that, but like it's verbalized consistently. Like, hey, we need to be taking this prayer time to actually pray, you know, not yeah. to just like take a nap or go take a shower. <laughs> like if you need to do those things, yeah. okay, we can find time for them. But prayer time is necessary and we need to spend yeah. this time. So structure and accountability have been huge for me, I, th- I think. And hopefully like this podcast can be something that can be a source of that. Um, accountability is good. Yeah. Necessary. Necessary, Honestly, I think like, uh, yeah, I don't think community is an option, you know, when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to living the fullness of the Christian life. So I agree with that. What's it like, uh, in marriage in regards to like accountability? Like, is there any of that, like between, I just am so foreign to marriage. (laughs) You're not (laughs) married. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have a girlfriend. So that's right. (laughs) yeah i mean i think i think i was sharing a lot of those things with maya yesterday and she was like yeah good thing you have an accountability partner built in to your life yeah (laughs) so we kind of made yeah the decision yeah let's like find some time this week or within a week you know to sit down and kind of talk about what are the habits that we want to build and how can we help each other that's sweet because i think yeah, cause it, yeah, it is sweet, honestly, because I feel like there's not a lot of people that do that or who have the insight to do that, to have that kind of conversation. And because I, because I think I've talked about, I've talked to her about that before. At least I've mentioned things like, "Hey, I am struggling to like find time to pray," you know, something like that, or um, struggling with this relationship, you know, with someone else. We've been able to lean on each other in those moments, but not in a way that's like I think as consistent as it has been in the past. Okay. You know? And so hopefully whenever we have this conversation, like, I think that's something that if, if it's going to bring me to the level I want to be, I think it's going to need to be a little more consistent or something. So, yeah. Which I mean, like, yeah, because like, because we wake up and like, so she's like a teacher, right? And so she's up at like before 6 a.m., you know, so it's super early. Yeah, it is. And I don't have to be at work till like nine, you know, so, <laughs> so that's like three hours. <laughs> um, so I usually just go back to bed for a little bit. But then before, so she's about to go a little before seven. And so she'll wake me up and be like, hey, let's pray together. So we'll like say a couple prayers, but it's really like, it's, it's not like intimate moments of dialogue with the Lord. Yeah. You know. Are you saying more like set prayers? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Which is good because it's like, you know, especially like when I'm tired, I can just sort of lean on those and um, yeah, they can be like fuel for like prayer. But I mean, like that takes like five, less than 10 minutes. So it's not like there's a lot of time to like develop a deeper conversation. Yeah. But yeah. So hopefully like that conversation could be good as well. I expect it will. So I hope so. <laughs> How's it living at home and like kind of 
thinking about either evangelization or the interior life, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you've only been home for like what? About two weeks, huh? About two weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's my, my town's just so small that like when I'm living in Columbus, there's like more opportunities for evangelization. It feels like because I don't know. It's just like, I don't see that many people, you know, most of the people I see are just those in my family, which is good. But sometimes I'm reminded of like the verse where Jesus says, like, no prophets accepted in his homeland, you know, Mm. like it just feels like I'm trying to like be on mission to my family and just like love on them by basically loving on them. But sometimes I just feel kind of rejected or like it just feels like there's no progress. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like no progress. Like, like you mean like you aren't seeing anything like happening or yeah, it's seeing just like stagnant. fruit like the way you want. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like the grooves, we've been doing the same thing in the same place so long that they're so deep mm. that like it's so hard to see change. Uh huh. And like coming home, I'm very aware that I don't want to fall back into my old habits. So I have to take a lot of precautions in order to make sure I'm like continuing in spiritual progress because if you're not going forward in the spiritual life, you're going backwards, yeah. you know? So totally. what that looks like is right away when I wake up, I also pray like a morning offering and uh, just kind of offer up all of the things for my day. I've been trying to go to mass as often as I can, almost daily, which is nice because I have so much free time. I can do that. But the biggest thing that keeps me, I would say, within strong communion with Jesus and feeling alive is every day I make sure I go. Our church is always open. Mm -hmm. So I go up to the church just by myself. Usually no one else is there. And just usually for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, just try to have a dialogue with Jesus and um, just try to meditate. And uh, that really keeps me going. It's just, it feels very intimate. That's how I came, how I came to know the Lord, like through in high school was just by sitting with him in the Eucharist in the tabernacle in silence. Yeah. Wow. So the biggest encounters I've had with Jesus have been like that, the most life-changing. Um, yeah, that doesn't really surprise me because, I don't know, your personality is very, I don't know, very calm and peaceful yeah. and uh, yeah. not not a, not over-emotional. You know? Yeah, exactly. So Jesus caters to that and he knows how he built me and knows how to speak to me yeah, best. exactly. Um, but another way he's really been speaking to me powerfully, like, Rocking My World has actually been through the Narnia series. Oh, I nice. just finished the series, yeah. The whole series, Saturday. all seven books? Oh, I've been reading them since the summer, but I've oh, read okay. two books since I've been home. And wow. that's pretty impressive. Yeah, Lewis just like is talking about like Aslan, who's the lion, who's Jesus. The Lord's been speaking to, to me a lot through that. Mm. Like in one part of the book, these characters basically reach the gates of heaven and they're like looking at the gates of heaven and they're like none of us can open that because like this is so beautiful this can't be for us but then like an angel comes and opens the gates and it's like these are for you like you're made for this wow and that just like kind of rocked me i was like i have so much to live for Mm. and i feel so unworthy so often but we got to approach the gates of heaven i guess in boldness and there's just so so many aspects of that series that the lord speaks to me through which is like funny but awesome you know yeah that yeah. is. So that's yeah. how that's how it's been the last week and a half, two weeks. So. Well, should we wrap it up? Unless you had something else. Yeah, we should talk about. It, say. Uh. I'm excited. I like this. Cool. How do we end? 
I don't know. In a prayer? Thanks. We could pray. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about you lead it then? Okay. Uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we just thank you for everything you're doing um, in our hearts. Jesus, we just pray that you'd bless this podcast and that your will would be done um, through it. We just pray that you would speak to us through this brotherhood that we have. Yeah, and your kingdom would be built in our hearts. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, people in the internets for listening, if you are. And uh, see you in... Whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, in two weeks or right on.